Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, now let's move over to something that I've been talking about for a very long time, and that's homelessness. And it's something that we deal with every single day, and it seems uh, to be, and I've said this over and over again, it's almost an insurmountable problem. The more money that's thrown at the homeless problem, the worse it gets. And for a couple of reasons. First of all, Southern California is great for the homeless. Uh, Politically, we're great for the homeless. They just, we take care of them. We love them. And they know it. And so when uh, Governor Newsom was running uh, for governor, his number one, number one campaign pledge, and he said the number one problem in this state is homelessness. So he has come up with a plan uh, for homelessness that is hated by liberals. So how is it that liberals hate taking care of the homeless? Well, it depends on how you do it. And it depends on what money you spend and what resources you give. So he has come up uh, or uh, asked for, and uh, the legislature has followed uh, what he's asked for, Implementing the Community Assistance Recovery and Empowerment Court, uh, also known as, I don't even know, CARE, the CARE Court. You know, we got so many CARE concepts and programs in this country. So what is the CARE Court? It is a court. It is a brand new court established by the legislature, and it's going to focus on homeless people suffering from severe mental health conditions, schizophrenia, et cetera, individuals who have cycled in and out of hospitals and jails. And here is what he says and what the bill is about. First of all, it would be voluntary, although there's a lot of argument about that, and would include assistance from both uh, the public defender, a public defender, and a supporter that's a person who would serve as a personal guide through the recovery service. So you get yourself a tour guide uh, through the joys of the homeless program. And the uh, advocates for the homeless have blasted the proposal. First of all, they say it's involuntary and coercive. 
and would strip individuals of their personal liberties and perpetuate institutional racism and worsen health disparities. So here is the argument. Okay, this is Newsom saying we've got to, this is another way of dealing with homelessness. Uh, maybe 30% of the homeless on the street are mentally ill and they don't go into facilities. This is a court that you walk in or someone brings you in a family member, a first provider, a first responder, a cop, whatever, hospital staff, and you go to court. You're assigned to court, and then the court orders you to go into these various programs that are uh, available. And what the uh, advocates for the homeless are saying, uh, wrong, wrong. First of all, it takes away an individual's right. It used to be, uh, prior to Ronald Reagan being president, we had mental institutions in this state and it was involuntary. A court could order someone to go into a mental institution. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think even before a court did it and they had state mental institutions all over the place. I think channel islands, uh, UC channel islands uh, and uh, the newest uh, UC was a mental institution that campus and so that was undone by the courts because the ACLU brought that. How do you take away someone's right to live on the street? As long as that person is not a danger to themselves or others, you have the right to live on the street. You have the right to be sick. And the whole point of this program is we're going to help you. And there's a court we're going to set up. And so uh, you have the liberals, the ACLU, uh, the Western Center on Law and Poverty who are totally against it and arguing the following. First of all, it is a bureaucracy that doesn't need to be there. It is a bureaucracy and a system uh, that strips people of their individual personal liberties. And then it goes on institutional racism and actually worsens health disparities. I don't know how that works. Uh, and here is their big complaint, is you're taking money away from the real answer and the real answer to homelessness is long-term housing, state-paid-for long-term housing with the ancillary services. That is rehab, uh, mental services, uh, training, education. That's the answer. So as far as these folks are concerned, anything other than long-term housing uh, is out of the question and should not be entered into. That's the only answer. And the problem is, since long-term housing, just the housing itself, $500,000 per unit times, uh, what, 60,000 people in L.A. County who are homeless, you do the numbers. It's a, a zillion gazillion dollars which, of course, uh, we're never going to be able to afford. Today is 420, Marijuana Day. And it's a day where tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Americans uh, gather around the country to celebrate marijuana. And this is cherished, actually it's cherished by pot smokers around the world. Friends, massive crowds every year. And uh, what is going on? Well, first of all, the big rallies are going to be here in California, Colorado, other states where marijuana has been legalized. So this is not a push to legalize marijuana. 
today is uh, a celebration of marijuana itself. And here is the complaint that so many marijuana users have is they are becoming more main street and commercialized. This is no longer just a bunch of hippies and a bunch of outliers and anti-establishment people uh, who traditionally were the marijuana crowd uh, celebrating what they have done. Nope. This is now corporate America. These are now conventions and shows and sponsors and uh, big rock and rap acts that are out there. And people are not particularly happy. And so you have businesses, even marijuana businesses, looking for ways to sell and market their products. So it has become a marketing tool for major and minor companies that sell. Uh, They sell uh, paraphernalia. Uh, They're looking at selling uh, the weed itself. And uh, the uh, these hippies, the counterculture movement, boy, they're they're miserable about it. It's like Hallmark inventing the uh, uh, the holiday card. You know, it's just it's been completely commercialized. What do we complain every year about Christmas? It's commercialized. What do we complain about Mother's Day? I think it was invented for commercialization. Does anybody give a rat's about Mother's Day? I certainly don't. Uh. Everybody who has a mother usually goes and celebrates mom on Mother's Day. Yeah, I never did. Uh, it's go to a restaurant on Mother's Day. Boy, there's a celebration for you. I've oh. already started. My okay. mom gets like a gift every couple of weeks. Oh, of leaving uh, up to Mother's Day. Actually, for the first time, I'm giving a gift to my mother. Unfortunately, she's dead. Oh, uh, God bless America. So where did April 20 come from? How did it become Marijuana Day? You know what? No one really knows. Uh, Its uh, origin remains a mystery. And so you go back and try to figure it out. The guy who edited High Times explained it and said, uh, this came out of a ritual started by a group of high school students in the 70s who got together every day at 420 after school to ritualistically smoke their joints. And out of that became the code for smoking marijuana. Uh, Other people claim, or a common belief, is that 420 is the California police or penal code for marijuana. Is that true? Uh, It is not true. Uh, Penal code 420 has to do with obstruction of entry on federal land. Public federal land. So it's one of those myths It's like, uh, where's the law that says you can't dry your poodle in the microwave? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a myth. It's a myth. Gerbils, for example, with Richard Gere, it's a myth. That's, well, I don't know. That may be true. Handle, move on. Okay, thank you. Uh, Another theory is that there are 420 active chemicals in marijuana. Rongo Bongo, there's over 500. Okay, let's go back in history. Uh, The possibility comes from a 1939 short story uh, entitled The Walls of the Eryx by H.P. Lovecraft and Kenneth Sterling. Have no idea. Have never read it. However, if you look it up, uh, the story uh, talks about uh, curious mirage plants. 
very similar to marijuana. And it's a narrated story, and it appears to get the narrator high. And he looks at his watch. It's 420. Now, that's sort of stretching it. So uh, what what holiday? Uh, What's the holiday like? Well, some people just want to get high and have a good time. Uh, others see it as celebrating the moment to uh, that the push for legislation, legalization happened. Uh, now, if you go back in the 70s, 420 was still around, but it was part of the counterculture movement. And marijuana was a symbol to protest uh, the systemic problems in the U.S. It was an early way of simply protesting. I'll show you and you light up a joint. And we hate overseas wars, and we hate the power of corporations, typically counterculture stuff. Today, ah, come on. Uh, today, it's, number one, a push to uh, a push for a political agenda. Uh, you really have a commercialization. That's really the problem. Uh, organizers from the 2014 Denver rally. Now, keep in mind that Colorado was the first state to legalize marijuana, We're one of the earlier ones. There's 14 states that allow uh, recreational marijuana, a bunch more. And here's, this is my favorite one, the the 2014 Denver rally. And uh, the rally itself, it was an organized rally, put out a statement uh, comparing the battle for legal marijuana to the time when Jews fled from slavery in Egypt. Because 420 is right around Passover. And what does Passover signify? Leaving uh, the slavery of Egypt for Israel. And, you know, the Red Sea parting, which really, if you look at the Ten Commandments, is a bunch of jello that they split in half. And uh, got Charlton Heston doing his thing and uh, leaving slavery. And uh, uh, it's just a great story. And Yul Brenner saying no because he's the pharaoh. And uh, it must be said it will do it. It's just a, a great movie. And so that's what this is about. It's, uh, it, it literally is analogous to uh, Passover. And uh, this year's rally, uh, we're being told, represents the continuing fight for freedom for eco- from economic slavery. Come on, guys. Seriously. I mean, the only connection uh, that I would ever have is you have a Passover meal And simply between courses or before you start the meal, you pass around a joint and go, here, here you go. And the big complaint is businesses are now getting involved big time. So it's become a corporate event. Lots of business, lot of uh, booths that are out there, music. It's like one of, it's like Coachella. That's basically what it is. It's Coachella with a lot of marijuana and a lot of booths and a lot of food because the two are hand in hand. I've always wanted to open up an ice cream store next to one of the dispensaries. It's all taken. You can't get them. Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. And now... Here's Bill Handel. And uh, good morning, Bill Handel. 
and the morning crew, Wednesday, uh, the uh, 20th day of April, 420. Coming up in the uh, 9 o'clock hour, sometime during the 9 o'clock hour, I'm going to be giving away a $100 gas gift card. You just don't know where. Well, of course, right here. I'm sorry. You don't know when uh, it is. Well, that's not true. It's sometime during the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, so you don't know who. Well, that's not true either. It's going to be me. All right. I almost got it all right. You guys ready to do it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm good at this, aren't I? <laughs> Handle on the news. Late edition, Jennifer, Wayne, me. As we are awaiting uh, the fall of Mariupol, and I know Wayne and I disagreed on this one, and I hope I am wrong that Mariupol doesn't fall, although that's academic now because it's basically gone anyway. So let's say the Russians leave and some kind of a deal is cut. There's nothing left. There's no infrastructure. There are no place to live, no place to work. Basically, it's rubble. And how does a population live in rubble? And talking about the population, uh, the Ukraine war refugees, those who have left Ukraine, is now over 5 million. Those who have been internally displaced, over 7 million. 44 million Ukrainians, 12 out of 44. That's basically, what, 25% of the entire population of uh, the country has either left uh, or uh, has been displaced. Boy, I'll tell you. And Russia, of course, denies all of it. No, 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 no. Uh, No civilian uh, targets at all. Uh, All of the deaths you see, everything you see on the streets, the bodies, the destruction of entire blocks of buildings, apartment buildings, uh, that's all false flags. It's either a bunch of actors doing that with makeup people and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, just photoshopped. It's all fake and uh, just it's crazy. I mean, how do you even where do you even talk to these people? You sit down. And uh, you're talking across the table. They don't deny it. They don't even admit it's happening. Where do you negotiate? You have to leave. Leave what? And I don't know if you just heard the story I read. Um, but so the the Kremlin has come up with like a draft that outlines what it wants in this peace talk. And a spokesperson for the Kremlin says the Ukrainians do not show a great inclination to intensify the negotiation process. Um, because you don't think anything is happening, so they don't want to negotiate with you? It's it's crazy. It is just crazy. And Putin, well, there's talk now about having Russia declared a terrorist state. Or state-sponsored, a state that sponsors terrorism, which puts you on a whole different list. And there's only, uh, you got North Korea, uh, I think you have Iran, and that's basically it. I don't think of any other countries that's on that list. Russia joins that one. Boy, that's going to be fun. Well, Russian athletes are being barred from Wimbledon, and this will prevent the number two in the world, Daniel Medvedev, from competing. And um, also, these are not just uh, athletes from Russia, Belarus as well. They've already said, nope, because of what's going on in Ukraine, you guys can't play ball. Yeah, it's a shame because these athletes may have nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. All they are are athletes. And for all we know, they are opposed to what's they going on. They could be. I mean, we'll never hear about Ukraine. it, but if they are. I'm looking for evidence that any of this uh, sort of third-party punishment helps. I don't think it does. It's merely a statement, as you can imagine. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 even at this point, major sanctions aren't helping. I mean, the, the ruble has stabilized. Uh, there, I just read that, that it looks like the Russian economy is going to drop by eight and a half, nine percent, which is huge. Ukraine, it's dropping by half. I mean, there's uh, effectively no economy left in Ukraine, as you can see. Well, uh, up in Sacramento, lawmakers are passing out of committee a bunch of laws to target gun makers and ghost guns. And one of the big ones is to try to get around a federal law that limits when you can sue a gun company. Basically, uh, you have to show that the gun company broke state or local laws in the sale or marketing of their weapons. And California wants to do something like that by putting into the law that Gun makers have to take reasonable precautions under, quote, firearm industry standard of conduct in making and selling their weapons. So right. you, you create standards and then you turn around and say you violated them. I know People can sue you. Uh, yeah. And then so what do you do? You put gun sa you, safety locks on guns to try to make them as safe. You put uh, some kind of biometric device where only the owner of a gun uh, can shoot it. Uh, it's all a violation of Second Amendment rights. No matter where you go, of course, the gun advocates are going to sue no matter what. Uh, matter of fact, if you use a gun and take out a kindergarten uh, it's uh, and you get prosecuted, it's a violation of your Second Amendment rights. I'm just joking. Obviously, I'm, it's not quite that bad. Uh, but you're going you're going to see the, uh, the fight automatically because it's all a slippery slope. I mean, it's one of those uh, fields where it's automatic no matter what. All right, L.A. County has settled for $1.85 million with a whistleblower. His name is Dennis Finn, and he was a social worker with the county's Department of Children and Family Services. And following the death of Gabriel Fernandez, Finn's suspicion of misconduct started, and he started raising concerns. He started saying, hey, I think something's going on here. After a while, he eventually got fired, and he claims it's because he was a whistleblower who was pointing out all of the things that were wrong within his department, and now L.A. County has settled with him. Yeah, because the Family Services uh, Department uh, is a shame. It's a shanda of uh, what they did and how they ignored, and they half of those people should be in jail, and uh, <clears throat> or at least those people that ignored all of the problems. How do you get fired after 24 years? Can you imagine uh, with county protection, with the kind of protection that county employees have, how the, how do you get canned to begin with after 24 years? I mean, they had to argue cause all over the place. And that may be part of it, too, where it was so egregious, the firing, that uh, that was, uh, okay, we'll settle up. Uh, we have a sentencing date now for the men who murdered Ahmad Arbery. Of course, they already uh, have those life sentences from the state prosecution. This is in the federal hate crime prosecution. And already the date has been set and it almost certainly will change. The judge set August 1st for the sentencing. The prosecutors immediately filed saying, hey, we have a conflict. Could you maybe push that back until at least August 6th? I wouldn't be surprised if, if they, they did sentence okay. for weeks or possibly months after so, this August 1st date. Here's the question. You would think they'd plead guilty to almost anything to make sure that they go to federal uh, prison as opposed to state prison. So why are why is there a sentencing hearing? And I don't think they pled. They actually uh, were convicted, were they not? Yeah, well, they had a deal uh, that they would have pled to, 
that got uh, put the kibosh was put on that deal. Um, it is kind of an odd thing, as if they're pretending that this. I don't mean to to downplay the federal prosecution, but as if this sentencing really is so important because otherwise we don't know what's going to happen to them since they've already pulled life sentences without parole from the state of Georgia. I'm assuming in the event there's a procedural issue where uh, a judge or an appeals an appeals court specifically says uh, that the trial was a no-no because of uh, jury misconduct, prosecutorial misconduct, bias or whatever. So they're going to it's a double whammy. But does that mean they're going to go to federal prison or does the judge have the right to say uh-uh, you're doing state prison first? No, they will. Generally, what happens is if the if the feds want you, you get uh, ridded out of state custody and you come to the feds and you have your court case. Generally speaking, you then serve your federal sentence and then way at the end, if the state still wants you back, you go back. But so the smart thing for this judge might be to give them the least amount of time uh, that that they can legally get away with so that they go back to Georgia State Prison ASAP. Yeah, Southern State Prison, just a delightful place to go. huh? There's a guy named Dylan Gogu, I think is how you pronounce his name, in San Jose. He's uh, He tried to be a bit of an overachiever when it came to being a criminal, it looks like. So Dylan Gogu starts allegedly at Bass Pro Shops where he stole some things. Then he went to the Home Depot in San Jose, fills up a cart with all kinds of tools. Then, as a distraction, sets fire to the lumber department and then takes off running with his basket full of stuff. However, Dylan drives away and doesn't take the basket full of stuff with him. But wait, there's more. Dylan decides, well, that one didn't work. Allegedly, he went on to steal from a Macy's after he set fire to the Home Depot, which, by the way, was near hundreds of homes and hundreds of people had to be evacuated because of the fire. He has now been charged with that fire at the Home Depot. Mm, lovely. A lot of damage. A yeah. lot of damage. Destroyed it. Destroyed it. it. Destroyed Gutted it. it. Yeah. A hundred firefighters worked on that fire for over six hours. They said you could see it was so hot that you could see it from satellite imagery. Mm. Uh, the wife of religious broadcaster Pat Robertson has passed away. Dee Dee Robertson was 94. That's a good the long statement life. Did not include the cause of death, but I remind you, she was 94. Yeah, I don't I, think it's this. She doesn't need to explain. No, why she passed away yeah. at 94. Yeah, God called her. Um, what else can it say? Well, that is what is that is what the belief is that amongst is, uh, that, many people who follow the Robertsons, I'm sure. That is correct. All right. We were talking about Netflix losing uh, just a ton of subscribers and predicting that it was going to lose even more subscribers in April and May. Now, Netflix says that it is going to start cracking down on people who share their passwords and it's going to consider cheaper plans with ads. And we were talking Whoa. about this. Well, here's the deal. No, no. Okay, I mean, Netflix but- with ads is like a day without sunshine. It's like bagels without locks. It's like, uh, it's horrible. But go ahead. Okay, so here's the thing. Kind of like Hulu. So you could pay 
I, I think it's what eleven ninety nine a month without ads, but seven ninety nine a month with ads, something like that. So I have a feeling that that's going to be similar to how this would oh, be. Sure. So you can pay for one that's a little more expensive and get no ads, or you're going to pay for this one that has ads. No, no. Netflix doesn't seem to understand why people don't like it. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be talking about an ad-based option. They would stop putting so much dreck on there. Well, but everybody And they would stop with this. You have to pay extra just to get high-definition streaming. Oh, yeah. What is that all about? All of it is. uh, There's so many services out there, but it all starts with Netflix. And those of us who first started paying for streaming services, all you only had Netflix. And I don't even know how many I have uh, because I, you know, bundle them. So I've got here and that includes Disney and, and you know, yeah, Hulu is included and uh, YouTube, YouTube TV, which I pay for. Uh, and then you have uh, Peacock, which gives you mm-hmm. two great shows and the rest of it is crap. <laughs> and then you have Disney Plus, which gives you every cartoon Disney's ever done and a couple of, you know, National Geographic, which is good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's a heartbreaker. All right, we can finish with this. Real quickly. Yeah, it's official. L.A. County has gone ahead and give final approval to the ban on disposable plastics when you get your uh, pickup food. Yep. Everything's going to have to be recyclable or compostable. And also retail stores can't sell any more styrofoam, the brand name for uh, expanded polystyrene. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, you have to eat. If you had takeout... Uh, and they put it in those boxes. You have to eat very quickly because within 30 minutes, the boxes start decomposing with the food in there. Let's move it quickly. We're done. Coming up, uh, it is uh, Bl- uh, Blake Troll. Uh, the desert Trolley. is... Uh, Trolley. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, Blake, I apologize. And it's all about the desert. And I'll come up with that and I'll explain or he'll explain. Uh, this is KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.